All right, if you're tuning into this, my guess is you're a chocolate lover. Hi, me too. (laughs) Dark milk, white chocolate chips, bars, ice cream. I mean, I love me some chocolate. It's the reality of it. And coming off Valentine's Day, I thought it'd be fun to talk about how much chocolate is okay to eat in a day. You know what's interesting? I actually get this question often. It's like, we women just naturally love this stuff. We feel like we shouldn't. And so we need a limit. Like we need to know what's the safe amount. Like what's that line that I can walk up to and like know that I'm not going to do anything wrong or bad, but I want to know I can walk all the way up to that line because I love chocolate so much. Oh, well, this is, I think a little bit of a dangerous question to answer on a podcast because it's loaded. We feel emotionally tethered to chocolate. It comforts us. We have a little love affair with it. It's something that, it's more than just chocolate, right? And so I want to take on this question today and break it down for you. It is not a quick answer. Rather, it's one we're going to unpack together. But if there's one thing that I can promise you by the end of this episode, you are going to leave it feeling empowered and knowing exactly how much chocolate is okay for you to eat in a day. Welcome to the Fuel Her Awesome Show, friends, where we dig into nutrition deeds that are actually helpful and we learn to be nicer to ourselves. I mean, think about it. Those things you say about your body, would you ever say them to your friend? I don't think so. (laughs) I am so glad you are here. I'm Jess, registered dietitian, juggling mama, work, and wife life amidst all the things. I used to spend an insane amount of energy hating on my body and lost in nutrition, but now I have way too much on my plate. I cannot afford to mistreat my body. And because I have a history of struggling with food, I know I have to be careful with how I approach my health goals. This is why I'm so passionate about empowered eating. Sister, in case you haven't heard it today, you are awesome. And I have resources for you beyond this podcast. Check out JessBrownRD.com and take my body confidence workshop totally free. All right, grab a cup of coffee or two (laughs) and let's fuel your awesome with empowered eating. So if you ate chocolate last week, so did I. (laughs) We are in it together. And this episode is going to help you break down and evaluate. And I actually think we can use our experience with chocolate over the last week after Valentine's Day. And we can use that to grow in our empowered eating journey. I will tell you, I had some delicious white chocolate covered strawberries. If you tuned in last week, You heard me talk about how these are my favorite, and I was really hoping my husband would bring them to me. He did. He's the best. And they were delicious. (laughs) I was happy. But, you know, my my relationship with chocolate has not always been this, like, free-flowing and enjoyable. When I go back to my disordered eating days, which were really – it was really in college. I remember Valentine's Day specifically – was a holiday, if you even call it that. I know some people don't. It was a time when chocolate was, or it was a time when I was really struggling because there was so much chocolate. And it triggered like all my stuff because I wanted chocolate. I wanted all the delicious stuff. I wanted all the seasonal stuff, but I felt like I couldn't have it. So it was a stressful, stressful time for me. And I had this question in my head. I was like, well, how much can I eat? Like, how much is okay? Which is, you know, so interesting. So if you Google this question, there's really interesting things that come up. The first thing that popped up, it said, experts say the recommended dose is one to two ounces of chocolate. Indulge in anything more than that and you may be consuming too many calories. Like, that's so scary. I'll tell you guys right now, like, I do not eat one to two ounces of chocolate when I decide to eat it. It's such a small amount. 
And so if I were to read this back in my disordered eating days, it would have felt very um, constricting. It would have taken me to a place of, I shoot, well, I can't buy this chocolate. I can't get it. And so then that further pushes me into the black or white thinking around food. So while there, I'm sure for some people, this recommendation might be helpful, this one to two ounces, it is not helpful to me now. And it wasn't helpful to me back then. Just for funsies, I kept reading to see what other experts recommend. And among the discussion was the talk about which type of chocolate is the safest or best or healthiest to eat. And what popped up is that darker, more bitter chocolates that contain at least 60% cocoa beans are the healthiest form of chocolate. And this is where we actually get some of the health benefits from chocolate, which, you know, that's cool. I'm so down for that. But here's the thing. I kept reading and it told me white chocolate is a dubious treat that is not worth indulging in because it has large amounts of added sugar and it's not worth it. Which again, is so sad for me to read because one, white chocolate is my favorite. But two, if I would have read that years ago when I was in the midst of my disordered eating, it would have been incredibly difficult for me to navigate because now I've got this information that I am not allowed to have a certain type of chocolate, yet that's my favorite. And so what's wrong with me? You know what? I crave that and I I can't have it. Again, kicking me back into the black or white thinking. So here on the show, we know better. There is no right or wrong. There's no black or white when it comes to food. Rather, it is a process of us understanding how our body reacts to food and what we want to do with our food choices in alignment with our values. That is what empowered eating is. So I want to break down this question. How much chocolate is okay? How do I know what is an okay amount for me to eat? I want to break this down with two parts. So part one is first, before you answer the volume of chocolate, we need to know where you're at on your food journey. We've got to get really honest about what your current status and relationship with food is. Where are you at? There are three main categories I put folks into. And of course, I'm missing a lot of the nuances in between these, but these are the general categories. So one category is where I was in college when I was really stressed out about chocolate. This is the disordered eating, diet culture-based eating mentality. You'll know you're here if you have lots of shoulds and shouldn'ts and can'ts in your vocabulary around food. Um, When you looked at the Valentine's Day chocolates last week, you probably said things to yourself like, I shouldn't eat that. I should eat a salad instead. I can't have that. Oh, I can't buy those because I eat all of them. That is the narrative that goes on in your mind when we live in this, this category. The second category is when the pendulum swings and we start to move into intuitive eating. Now we are in a space of permission. There's no longer a can't have because you've been saying that to yourself for so long. Now you can have. And so you buy yourself the candy bar and you buy yourself whatever kind of candy bar you want. If you want white chocolate, girl, do it. If you want dark chocolate, awesome. Like we all have different preferences. And in this season of life, the intuitive easing piece is all about exploring all the foods you have denied yourself for so long. I sat in this space for... I would say about eight to 10 years where I prioritized permission over restriction. And it took me that long because I had lived in a world of dieting, black or white thinking around food, shaming myself and my body for eating things, eating in secret. It took me a long time to rewrite that narrative. 
So the third category is the empowered eating category. And this is where we move to build on our intuitive eating skills. We've given ourselves permission. We have worked to legalize all foods, but now we're starting to see that the pendulum may have swung a little far. Like I remember at one point for Valentine's Day, you know, once I had started giving myself permission and I had the freedom, it was like I was going a little far and I was eating I, there, there was a chocolate cake at P.F. Chang's. I don't know if you guys have ever had this cake. It's called the Great Wall of Chocolate. It's literally a giant wall of chocolate. <laughs> it's really, really delicious. But anyways, I would eat that plus chocolates on top of that, plus hot cocoa, plus my favorite um, sugar sweetened latte. So it was a lot in a day. And, you know, after a time, I was like, I don't feel good doing this. Like this just doesn't feel good. So when you move to this empowered eating realm, you really start to see that the pendulum has swung on the permission side, and it's time that it swings back a little bit. We want to come back to the middle. You have said yes to chocolate as many times as your heart desires, but now you're really starting to feel that biofeedback and recognizing that you don't love the way you feel physically when you eat this way, and your body starts to kind of feel less out of your comfort zone when you engage in this type of eating often. And so we start to be a bit more intentional with your eating. Okay, so we've got these three categories. We've got the disordered eating diet culture mentality. We've got more of the permission intuitive eating space. And then we have empowered eating. I want to know where you're at in your journey. And we need, again, to be really, really honest here because if we say we're an empowered eater, but we're still in diet culture mentality, the next question's going to mess us up. So I need you guys, before you answer the next question, the second part of this, to have a really honest conversation with yourself here. Wherever you're at in this journey, there is hope and there is help, but it's really important that you get the right kind of help. So for example, I've had many clients come to me in the disordered eating space but want empowered eating skills. So in other words, they wanted the fuel plan, they wanted the macros, they wanted you know, the specific dietary recommendations, but they were still living in this world of good and bad foods, right or wrong eating. And so when they didn't hit their fuel plan targets that we talked about, they would feel like a failure or they would throw in the towel or not show at their next appointment. And again, it was because they were still operating in that black or white thinking space. So it's really important to understand where we are in the journey and meet ourselves with grace there because then we can take the necessary next steps. And I just also want to say one more thing here, guys. There is no shame where you're at in this journey. We are all humans and we go through different seasons in life and we've all been dealt different cards. And so if you're like, I want to be an empowered eater, but I'm not there yet. Like I'm still struggling, making peace with my body. I still feel guilty when I eat foods. You are not alone. And there is a lot of help and hope for you along the way. And if you need more on that conversation, I'd love to have that conversation with you. But anyways, just sending you guys an audio hug here. (laughs) Okay, so once we have that really honest conversation, now we can answer this question of how much chocolate is okay in alignment with where we are in our journey. So I'm going to go through each of these categories and define what is an okay amount of chocolate depending on where you're at. So first of all, if we're in the diet culture or disordered eating space, I want to give you guys a challenge here. How much chocolate is okay for you to eat? Girl, you need to eat chocolate. (laughs) You need to eat a whole candy bar. I want you to buy yourself a bag of chocolate and eat it with a friend. 
I want you to go to your favorite dessert place, get your favorite chocolate dessert with someone you love, someone who brings you comfort. And I want you to learn to taste the chocolate and be in the present moment without getting wrapped up in your head. So you are allowed to eat chocolate, period, period. If you are in the intuitive eating space, girl, explore. This is the place where we get to be like little kids trying chocolate for the first time. And I'm going to tell you something, how much chocolate is okay for you to eat? There is no way I'm putting a limit on you. (laughs) No way. If I put a limit on you, I would just be sending you back to the first category. (laughs) You are here to explore. So I want you to not only explore how much chocolate you want to eat, but what's your favorite? Like forget this cacao or 60% cocoa or white chocolate is bad stuff. Like you figure out what tastes good to you. Go get it. Here's the only parameters I'm going to ask you to set for yourself. When you have this chocolate, I want you to sit down. I want you to smell it before you taste it. And I want you to truly taste it. Like when you put it in your mouth, feel it on your tongue, feel it on the front of your tongue, on the back of your tongue. You'll notice you taste the chocolate in stronger amounts, depending on where it's at in your mouth. How do you like the mouthfeel? Do you like solid chocolate or do you like truffles? Like let's do some exploration, but I want you to be present for every single bite that you take of that chocolate. And you know, one of the things I'm finding in this space is that we struggle to stay present. I know I really struggled with this when I was first introducing chocolate back into my my normal and daily allowance. And it was like, I was so excited, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, give me the chocolate. So I just start like stuffing my face. And so one of the things I think that helps here is setting up like yield spaces before you have the chocolate. So in other words, getting chocolate that you have to unwrap individually. I love the Dove chocolates because you unwrap them and they have a message. Oh, hey, there's my dog. He says, hi. Whiskey, no more saying hi. Uh, So anyways, these dove chocolates, they have a message on the inside. So in other words, there's more to eating the chocolate than just eating the chocolate. It turns into more of an experience. You read the little saying, it makes you feel good. Like it's a whole thing, right? Same thing if you decide to eat chocolate with a friend, it turns into more of an experience. So if you find yourself like nervous to introduce chocolate in this space, set up some yield signs and some parameters that will help trigger your mind to turn on and stay present and mindful. Now, if you're like me and you have hid yourself in a pantry eating chocolate, also you're not alone. (laughs) I've done that many a times. It's like the kids are screaming. I just wanted some comfort. So I'm in the pantry eating chocolate. So one, while we've all done that too, (laughs) it's truly not helping us really deepen our relationship and connection with food and getting what we're looking for, reaching for chocolate. Because at that point we're wanting comfort. And in order to truly feel comfort from food, we need to sit down and allow ourselves to have the full experience. Okay, so that's if we're in the intuitive eating realm. So not necessarily a specific amount, rather a invitation to be present and mindful when you do enjoy that chocolate. Okay, for those of you who are in the empowered eating space, here's where I wanna stretch your mind a bit. That quantity, that limit that the old you wants to define what is the right, the safe amount of chocolate to have, Well, I still don't have a definitive answer for you behind this mic and here in your ear, but I have good news. You have the answer within yourself. The good news is we already know your favorite flavor of chocolate. You've already figured that one out. But now when you have that chocolate, to help you answer this question, I want you to ask yourself some questions. 
when I'm eating this chocolate, when do I start to feel my blood sugar rise? And you can truly feel this. If you're mindful and present and paying attention, you can start to feel the energy spike. I mean, just watch kids eat candy. You can see it (laughs) in them. So tap into your inner five-year-old and start to feel when you can feel that blood sugar rise. What is the balance point between what tastes good and when your body starts to feel off? And here's the last question you need to ask yourself is what will future you say about what you're eating right now? So in other words, like if I'm having a dessert at night, what does morning Jess say about what I'm eating right now? And this is where we pull in the values and the bigger picture piece in balance with our own biofeedback. So here's the thing in this process. You will not get it right the first time. You're going to have to try this out in different volumes at different times. So there has to be room for trial and error. So yes, I'm saying you're going to have to be willing to get it wrong. If not, but when you do get it wrong, you're going to grow so much when you meet yourself with grace and grow instead of going back into shame mode. For me right now, I eat white chocolate. Yes, the one that Google... Dr. Google told me is the worst one and not worth it. I think it's worth it. (laughs) It's my favorite, but I'll tell you right now, I do not have a set amount. If I set a rule, it just triggers all my old stuff. So rather than set a two to three square or one truffle rule, what I do is I grab one or two squares or truffles, whatever it is I'm having. I sit down and I enjoy. And after many nights of white chocolate treats, here's what I found. I always have the treats in the house. It reminds old me that I'm allowed to have a dessert whenever I want. Most times, one chocolate hits the spot. I can sit down, enjoy it, and then realize it's given me all the comfort it's going to give me in that one chocolate. Before my period, mm, it's a little delicious, so I generally want more. (laughs) I could easily down five, and I've done it before, but here's what I know from past experiences. Doing so makes me feel icky, I don't sleep as well and I can feel the blood sugar shift. And so when I'm in that stage or I start to crave more, I talk to myself very much like I talk to my boys. Jess, before you have your chocolate, you need to eat your veggies. (laughs) And when you eat it, you need to sit down, slow down. And what would future you say about what you're eating right now? And if I get to the point where I just want more, 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 I kindly tell myself, you have had the amount that feels good physically You've given yourself permission to have what you want, but here's the thing, Jess, if you keep going, you're looking for comfort in something that will not be able to give you the comfort that you seek. So you need to call a friend, you need to go hug your husband, you need to pet your dog, find something else that's going to give you that satisfaction and hug that you are looking for and no additional amount of chocolate is going to give you that. Okay, friends, so to recap, there's two questions you need to ask yourself in order to answer this question, how much chocolate is okay for me to have? First and foremost is have an honest conversation with yourself about where you're at on your food journey. Oh, and one more thing I want to say here. It's very normal for us to like oscillate between different phases here, right? Like just because I am in the empowered eating phase right now doesn't mean I might not have something that kicks me back into like the disordered eating or diet culture mindset. So it's important for me to have grace with myself no matter where I'm at in that journey and know how to meet my need depending on where I'm at. Okay, so one is getting clear on where you're at in your journey. And number two is aligning the okay amount with your journey. So diet culture or disordered eating space, we gotta have the chocolate. Like you got to have it. Number two 
Intuitive eating is explore the different kinds, but let's be mindful and present when we have it. And empowered eating is pulling it all together, the trial and error period, the let's test it out and see how my body responds and then align that with our values. Friends, this is empowered eating. I would love to dive in deeper with you on this topic. You can always check out my free workshop that really gives you a clear picture of what empowered eating is and how you can start to build it in your own life. Gosh, I'm so glad you joined me today. If today encouraged you, would you take a minute and encourage me by leaving a review for the show? I read every single one of these reviews and your words, they mean so much to me. This podcast is here to support you weekly, but it only scratches the surface. For more info on how you can become an empowered eater, grab my free workshop on how to become confident in your body without obsessing over food at jessbrownrd.com. Don't forget to join me right here next Monday where I cannot wait to fuel your awesome. Cheers, my sweet friend, and happy eating.